What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number 49. My name is Josh Tom. Join my good friend Brett Roberts and each button. I can't talk, and that's it. Jesus, that was the speed run. <laughs> you like that? Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Christian in the chat? Egg lads, egg to oh. you as well. That's gonna be. That's gonna be. Uh, if you remember, months ago at this point. Well, first of all, we got to take a look at this. I apologize to everybody's ears, so I'm giving you a forewarning right now. There is some schmack on this. I hope that sounded really good uh, in all of your ears. Uh, if you remember uh, months ago at this point, Brett, we talked about what we should call our uh, community. Yeah, we never actually did decide on that, huh? Yeah, what if we just called them... The Eggers? <laughs> the Eggheads? <laughs> what uh we'll revisit that conversation another day i think <coughs> okay <laughs> i was gonna say just call them the eggs but uh you know uh do with that what you will anyway uh <laughs> we'll do it live uh thank you everybody for joining us uh Haptocast episode 49 we got a great show for you all today lots of topics to talk about Lots of things to talk about, lots of eggs to eat, and discussions to be had about eggs. Uh, we are now an egg-themed podcast. so I only like them scrambled with cheese. So You only like your eggs scrambled with cheese. Or an omelet. But isn't that still technically just egg scrambled with cheese? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how I like it. Okay. We have merch, folks. We do. We, uh... We have a lot of merch, actually, and we have a new exclusive merch item coming to our store uh, October 1st, and it's a really cool one, and I'm really excited. I started working on it last night. It's almost done. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You got a little sneak preview. So. I did. I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, Christian said he's picking up his this Friday. Uh, by the way, shout out to Save Before Quitting, even though I know we're on our merch section. I bought a Save Before Quitting hat nice. uh, when they did their something stream something i was watching and i was like hey i didn't buy merch yet so i did uh so shout out to them and thank you christian for buying that and i want to shout out some other people uh i don't know where you were talking brat i just completely interrupted you didn't i i'm sorry continue well you but said I, you wanted you said you wanted to shout more people out Go i did but well first of all we have the hat this hat we have the shirt that you're wearing yep over there uh that's the weave shirt that's the normal uh no problem christian don't don't worry about it at all um so I want to shout out Stephen Hebman Street, who bought a Weeb shirt, uh, the Kawaii version, um, and he bought the cool unclaimed baggage hat. Uh, did he? He did. He said he was a big fan of it. Um, he bought that. Nice. Uh, so I want to just shout out him. Stephen, obviously, our original third host. Welcome back anytime. Uh, I want to shout out Kevin Hall for purchasing the haptic emblem shirt the og shirt i want to shout out to vlog daddy who purchased one haptic leave corner shirt uh, i believe that's actually tyler um yep. and i think i got them all but sometimes we we get these notifications and we're not streaming because i just wanted to make sure i shout out those people because we appreciate the support yeah and i wanted to give a shout out to uh we actually had another shirt ordered um from my coworker. uh hmm. 
he goes by no effort art he's a awesome artist he does a lot of cool uh, illustrations and he's starting his own merch company so uh go check him out no effort art on instagram i'm gonna be rocking one of his shirts soon he's gonna be rocking one of our shirts we're doing like a little swap so uh shout out to him yeah i know we partner with Streamlabs currently for it but maybe in the future that'll change yeah who knows also i'm sorry that was weird i just started crunching on some ice in the mic so i hope you all like that okay um what else did i want to do topic rundown what we're talking about today so we have the abysmal chronicles for you obviously as we always do we have some very abysmal news today in the abysmal chronicles i'll just tell you that one in particular that um bad so we have that and then let me continue here talking about mike flanagan wanting to do a video game and that he is down to do a video game like flanagan of course uh, of hill house fame and others talk about that xcloud console integration rolled out to test users we're going to talk about that and the implications there uh we're going to be doing a little topic today something about picking two games from a list of games about games that you would want to play forever games that's right all right more on that later and then (laughs) and then uh we are going to uh be talking about uh for indie intel this week something different again for you all a little two-parter if you will this weekend next week likely um some beef but we're not getting involved in drama we're reporting on it and supporting a creator that's how we look at it so that's right what have you been watching what have you been playing what's uh what's the media consumption looking like over there that's right i'm gonna update you on that right now as i'm looking at yours i realized how much i didn't include in mine yeah and i looked at yours and i was like oh these are things i would have forgot so oh well there you go um let me start with this uh something two things that i know you did not play or do uh kina uh kana it's not it's not kana it's kana 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 kina kina something like that whatever I'm just going to say Kenna because it's easier for me. I know that's not how you pronounce it. I'm sorry. Um, Platinum Dip. Nice. Good game. It's nice. It's cute. It's fun. It's different. Not really. Um, I enjoyed it. It feels very much like a PS2 era game. Um, It feels a little clunky in areas. feels dated. I don't necessarily hate that. Um stories fine little cliche uh the best part about the game is the rot these little creature puff things that you've seen cute yeah very straight out of a miyazaki story yeah they are they're cute uh that those are the reasons that i keep playing playing the game um overall it's good uh it's like a six or seven out of ten for me it's a nice break um i have some issues with it but um it's good it's also not an indie game by the way i just want to clarify that with people uh if you're saying this is an indie game i think you need to really uh think about what that word actually means um and you know what we should do one week brett topic for indie intel we should define define make the official definition of what that word means in video game space because i think there's some confusion with people about that certainly is a land of confusion josh so okay land of confusion uh what else uh mm midnight mass yeah i've been watching that i'll let you talk more about that since we're in different spots with it yeah um and then squid game as well which i know you're watching too i'm not done that yet i have two episodes left 
uh, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been doing. Star Wars Visions as well. I'm just going to let you take over the rest of this because I'm bad and I should have remembered and I didn't. Uh, and Christian said, Gonna gatekeep indie games I see. Has one show about indies and knows all. Oh, heavy sarcasm. I was about to say, you trying to fight me? But no. Listen, we do our research Correct. here. So. That's right. Always do your research. We got to get merch that says that on there. It's coming. Do your research. Hats, shirts, pants, underwear, socks, all of it. All right. You got it. All right. What are you doing? So, I mean, it's it's a lot of the stuff that you said, um, some things you didn't mention. Demon Souls were running through it on the PlayStation 5 for the second time together. Um, <sighs> we're trying to run our friend through it. And to do that, we have to get through it again in New Game Plus, And it's just kicking our ass. It's hard. First time we played it, super easy. Now, fucking hard. Difficult. So, What's the difficulty yeah. spike? Seven percent? No. Seven times they, harder, rather. No, so seven hundred percent. It's supposed <laughs> no, it's supposed to be seven percent harder, but it's actually I think someone said twenty percent harder. Um the other Dark Souls games it's seven percent. But this one, for some reason, New Game Plus has a cur- a difficulty spike of seven uh two uh twenty percent. Yeah, so. it's hard, man, because I'm a spellcaster, which is easy mode. But the problem is, in New Game Plus, you are literally the glassiest, gla- gla- the glassiest cannon, the glassiest cannon. You are the most delicate cannon that the world's yeah. ever seen. As in, your spells do a lot of damage, especially if your intelligence is high, which mine is. It's basically the only stat I've put anything into. Uh, mm-hmm. But the flip side of that is that I'm literally one shot by everything. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that. Um, yeah, so Demon Souls. I've had like this weird like wrestling game kick where I just I want to play wrestling games and mm-hmm. there isn't really any that are good mm. right now except old ones. So True. I picked up 2K19, WWE 2K19 and refunded it on Steam. I was modding it. I, I really want to make like an AEW game essentially because that's what I watch. Uh, I want to play a game with those characters in it because the actual AEW game is not coming for a very long time. Right. Long story short, I returned uh, 2K19 because modding it is just fucking hell and it's not easy and it's very hard and I'm not having a good time with it. So mm-hmm. I refunded it and I bought Fire Pro Wrestling World, which is a very um, not shitty, but it is a <laughs> it is a much less realistic wrestling game. The graphics are not realistic, um, but with that, the character creator is very vast and it also supports mods on the Steam Workshop. So you can literally just add characters, add move sets, add entrances, animations. Um, it, 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 like you can literally create animations for moves and for entrances and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I imported the whole AEW roster from Workshop, and I've been playing that a little bit on PC. Uh, Apex, having a very bad time with Apex, but uh, played yesterday and we got some good wins. So yeah, we certainly did. To you and Christian, you guys, uh, you know, did some work. Midnight Mass, I am on episode four or five, and that show is really good so far. I finished so, it. Yeah, I like what they're doing. Uh, Mike Flanagan, really good at horror, really good at filmmaking. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. What? Can I can I just interrupt and tell you what my favorite thing about him is? And about why, Mike Flanagan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And his specific brand of horror is that... Well, yes, maybe you should wait. Maybe you should wait. No, no, no. It's even it's true about Hill House, though, too. And it would already be true of... I know, but it's a discussion. Okay, go ahead. Oh, oh, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Yep. You didn't see anything. 
Uh, Squid Game is very, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Squid Game is very good. I'm on episode three so far. It mm -hmm. is good. And yeah. I like how it's more of a drama and they show more of what happens outside of these games. Mm -hmm. I like that aspect a lot. Yeah, it's um good. I like it quite a bit. Korean, Koreans know how to make stuff. Yeah, and it reminds me of, there's an anime and a, and a manga called Gantz that I'm really, really mm. familiar with and I really like a lot. And in that, it's very similar to Squid Game where basically these people um, have to compete in these games mm -hmm. and, want, and and they have to do like crazy, you know, death-defying things in these games. Yeah. And at the end, they just go back home and then they have to return again. Yeah. And that's that's what Squid Game reminds me of so far. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I like that element a lot. Yeah. And that's good. You just gave the elevator pitch for it because Christian was curious about what it was. Uh, so there you go. There you have it. It takes yeah. a very conventional seemingly nonsensical almost kid-like type thing uh and makes it very very uh serious in the yeah. best way yeah to expand on my my description if christian doesn't know what it is just briefly um picture basically a bunch of people that like are in debt like serious serious debt and they're at the point where they have nothing to lose, where even risking their life to make the money they need to make their lives better, uh, it'd be worth it. So they compete in these games in an attempt to try to win this large sum of money, basically. Right. Christian says, I'm yeah. curious how you all feel about the live action Cowboy Bebop when it comes out. Uh, I'll definitely be watching it. I watched the anime. I don't know if Brett has, uh, but I just want to say for that, before we move on to the Abysmal Chronicles, or if you have anything else you want to add to your consumption, Brett. Just um, like one thing the trailer for cowboy bebop dude they did such a good job recreating the intro props yeah. i don't even i don't even know how the show is going to be but just based off of that alone creating that in a live action style dude 10 out of 10 for me i think they're nailing the style of what i've seen of cowboy bebop so far i think the music is nailing i mean they got the original guy to come right. back and do music so right. like that's that's amazing um and i know there's a couple of things that people are upset about like there's characters that haven't shown up in advertisements yet Mm -hmm. um the director said just wait there's a lot of surprises so, yeah you know. it's i think what i'm looking forward to most about it is that the original cowboy bebop is not really accessible in the way that it, the story is presented um it's very it's very uh dude my my voice just vibrated my headset it's very film noir um but like almost to its own detriment in areas, which I like, but I think other people don't. I'm hoping that this kind of paves the way to get more people involved with the franchise uh, mm -hmm. because it's very good. Well, I've actually heard that a lot of criticism so far is that it doesn't look like a noir, which so far, anyway, what we've we'll seen. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to check it out. I think I'm going to watch the show first, the anime first, not the show. Yeah, um, it's not that so long. Yeah, just to get some, I mean, first of all, it's like on my list. I have to do it. And then yeah. just to get some context, you know? Yeah, knock it out. Yeah. Uh, last on my list, speaking of anime, Star Wars Visions dropped. Oh, Josh, right. um, <laughs> it's great. I have three episodes left. It's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Did you, so my favorites thus far, which I think you've seen both of them, are The Duel, which is the first one, and Amazing. The Ninth Jedi. Yeah, that one's great too. The Ninth Jedi might be my favorite 13 minutes or however long it is of star wars ever 
The twist is fucking amazing. The twist is draw draw. It's literally like jaw. The, the fact that I was that invested that quickly, yeah. it's jaw dropping, dude. And you know why I love it so much? It reminds me of certain elements in Knights of the Old Republic that okay. I won't spoil for you in the way that they tell their stories. Because when you have an era, when you have so many warring Jedi and Sith and not knowing who is who until they ignite that lightsaber yeah it was it was fantastic i liked i loved both of those um i would say so far the weak entries for me were oh fuck i forget the name of it the astro astro boy looking one yeah not my favorite but it did have some really cool scenes at the end I agree yeah there hasn't been any of them where i was like oh that sucked there's been a lot where i've been like ah, eh, not you know not the best, but even like the band one, I, I like. Li- I liked that one a lot. I liked it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it Christian, gets a lot of criticism. Christian's actually saying he liked it a lot too. The music and uh, he said it reminded him of the concert, My Hero. Um, and yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, I can't believe people don't like that one. I thought it was very charming. I was like, it felt like watching a Saturday morning cartoon. And like, yeah. I would take an entire series about those characters and that. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really cool. I wish they had more time to explore the back, the background of the main character a little bit and the Jabba character mm-hmm. um, or the hut, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, that was awesome. I think all of these should be turned into full fledged series. And I think I actually saw that the like, duel is going to be a full, have a full novel based on the events that take place after the short. Yeah. Like that's awesome. And I honestly wish that it was a graphic novel or a manga mm-hmm. instead, but yeah, but you know. it's called the Ronin, the Ronin. Yes. I really liked, and I know you didn't like it as much because it was too much, but the twins, what was it called? It was so well, fucking well, anime. Well, hang dude, on I now. It's it. not, not that I didn't like it. I loved it. It was just, I don't, I think part of it was that I didn't expect it to be so ridiculous. Oh, okay. Like I like I know the studio, but like I was like, I'm watching Star Wars, this is not gonna be crazy, and it just kept going and going and going. And I think it was almost more so the fact that I was like, Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening right now. Yeah. And you so, have to like suspend disbelief in even for a Star Wars property, yeah. like you had to suspend it even more. Yeah. Um, but I here's my thing. I am the opposite. I I mean, you are a huge fan of trigger, and so am I. Yeah. Uh, but I knew that it was going to be some like kill a kill fucking craziness. So when it started popping off, I was like, just smile to my ears. Like, yeah, this is happening. Dude. It was like freaking, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, the anime that Brandon didn't finish. Um, Gurren Lagann. Gurren Lagann, dude. When I yeah. saw like the two starter stories attached to it, I was like, oh, we're freaking Gurren Lagann right now. Okay. Yeah, Where it's just like fucking ships within ships within ships. It was so anime. I loved it. And I respect it for that, but I do see where you, where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Star Wars Visions, if you haven't seen it, it's on Disney Plus and mm-hmm. uh, it's like to go check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, All let's right. do the Abysmal Chronicles, but we should have like a little like a little piece of music for the Abysmal Chronicles. I feel like like a little tag. We should. I'm working on a soundboard, so I'm definitely I'm going to do that. I'm going to make music for this. Okay. All right, so Josh, let's jump into the Abysmal Chronicles. If you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, the Abysmal Chronicles is basically the stories that were too abysmal to make it on the main show, but we thought they should deserve some time anyway. So first off, we're going to talk about some upcoming game releases, Josh. Hot Wheels Unleashed releases on September 30th. That's two days from now, the day we're recording Mm -hmm. this. Expect a full live stream series from us on that one. 
Josh, the game got a 9 out of 10 from IGN. What? The game got a 9 out of 10 from IGN. It's apparently very good. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, <laughs> Alan Wake Remastered is out October 5th. I have a pre-order. You should have a pre-order too. I do. Uh, highly recommended by Josh. I haven't played it yet, so it's going to be my first experience. Excited. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania comes out October 5th. Um, if you're a fan of Super Monkey Ball, particularly the old Super Monkey Ball games, this is going to be for you. Far Cry 6 with Giancarlo Esposito launches on October 7th. Mm -hmm. That is next week. So make sure you guys get your pre-orders in and pick it up. Or don't pre-order it. Uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, unfortunately, has been delayed, but thankfully oh, no. only by three days. So you'll be able to get that game October 8th. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that they delayed it because Smash is doing their final character reveal on the 5th, mm -hmm. and they don't want to compete. Right, the, the sequel to last week's Nintendo Direct. That is correct. Uh, the beta for Battlefield 2042 will be launching on October 8th. So if you're interested, do whatever you got to do to make sure you're You got to pre-order it. Do you really have to pre-order it? You do have to pre-order it. Not a fan. Even though they call it an open beta, it says pre-order to gain early access. I don't know if that means actually to the beta or if it means whatever. The game comes out in November. Yeah. Uh, PS Plus rumor for October of 2021. Um, so this comes from... Bill Bill Coon from Deal Labs. Uh, he successfully leaked um, last month's games, so he's probably going to get this right as well. The first one is Hell Let Loose for PlayStation 5. I'm going to talk about that one a little bit more in a minute. Mortal Kombat X and PGA Tour 2K21 for PS4. Mm. Uh, so Hell Let Loose is a World War II FPS with 100-player online battles. Ah, so um, it's a battle royale. Nah, it's like a tbm if i'm understanding correctly oh so it's like battlefield and like strategy yeah uh infantry tanks or infantry units tanks artillery a dynamic dynamically evolving front line and a unique metagame inspired by real-time strategy games so I'll tell you right now brett don't care about any of those games yeah mortal kombat x at this point is already old i mean mortal kombat 11 is out pga tour 2k21 <laughs> is kind of newer uh but I don't play golf, so I'm not interested in that. Mm -hmm. You know, PlayStation usually gave like horror games in October. Um, so, well, PGA Tour is the horror game. You're absolutely correct. Um, all right, let's move on then. Danganronpa Decadence features microtransactions and gotcha options. This is, comes from Destructoid. Mm -hmm. So, the super compilation of Danganronpa games contains not only the recent anniversary editions of the three mainline titles, but also a brand new tabletop-style spinoff in the form of the cheerful-looking Danganronpa S Ultimate Summer Camp. Danganronpa S will feature a structure built around obtaining and then leveling up a huge roster of characters pulled from the entire Danganronpa franchise. All of the characters and their respective accessories can be obtained via in-game grinding, but the option will be provided for players to spend real-world currency on monocoins and mononama coins, <laughs> which can then be used to pull characters, items, and upgrade cards in order to build and expand the player's roster. I have one piece of input for you. 
Yes. Danganronpa shit-cadence. So, here's the thing. The fact that the microtransactions are optional and you can actually get everything by like just playing the game is Yeah, but how fine. long do you have to grind, brother? You're right. You're right. But this is a free game that comes with the collection as well, so... I guess you're right. That is the main appeal, is that you have the three other games now on portable console. Yep, and it doesn't, and this doesn't affect the other games, <clears throat> so... True. It just seems to be a trend with these Japanese single-player type of experiences. Yep. Uh, of note, Tales of Arise just did this with their in-game currency, where you could buy it to upgrade items and stuff, too. I don't like it. And it's bad. I'm with you. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. These gotcha-style games are fun, collecting all these characters. Like, there's a Dragon Ball game on my phone that I play that's like a gotcha game where you collect Dragon Ball characters. Have I spent real money to, like, get crystals to buy them? Like, maybe, like, three times I've done it, yeah. Um, it's addicting because you want to get those characters. And the thing about Danganronpa is mm. each game has a class of characters right? that you fall in love with, and then well, they die. Therein you know? lies the problem, my friend. Yes. Uh, moving on, Chris Pratt is Mario. And that's it. Uh, Amazon's game New World has released. Now, Josh, I got some stats here before we started. I thought that it would be interesting to kind of go through this. Very important to note, the game is being made by Amazon, as we just said. Um, and Amazon has a deal with who? Twitch. So the game... Well, Amazon getting... owns Twitch. Yeah. So Amazon uh, is basically pumping the fucking game like no other right now on Twitch. Right. There is currently 800,000 people watching New World. My God. Uh, there's 13,000 people streaming the game. 13,000 people who are getting paid to probably stream the game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 645,828 players as of the time I pulled the stats. Uh, and at the peak, today's the day the game came out. So at its peak, 707,230 players were online. Here's the thing. I'm not going to support this game. I'm not going to... I don't want to talk about it. It's astonishing Amazon even got to a point where they are finally releasing a game. I can't believe they threw enough money at a problem that, you know, it solved itself eventually. But I don't... I have nothing to say except that they're a bad studio. You know the working conditions that went into making this a reality. You know the amount of money they dumped into it. You know the amount of tur turnover they had for it. And I'm not going to support games like that. So that's it. Yeah. If you like it, cool. Otherwise, you're probably fine not playing it. YouTube is working on its own version of Twitch Prime and Gifted Subs. Mm -hmm. this, there's not a lot to this one, Josh. Mm -hmm. Basically, during a stream, Valkyrie, is that how you say her name? Valkyrie. Yeah, whatever. Valkyrie revealed that YouTube is working on its own version of Twitch Prime and Gifted Subs. So yeah. she was basically just being ditzy, and someone asked about it, and she just said, like, yeah, they're working on it. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not a surprise. They need something to compete with it. There's no real streaming ecosystem. Um, ugh, I just said that like a British person. No ecosystem? Um, uh, ecosystem. Uh, they need something for it because there's low engagement, and it's not really a streaming platform. Um, yep. And this has been something that, I mean, Tim the Tapman and uh, Doc have criticized the platform for, so they need something like that. Um, and yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, 
the next couple ones are also about streaming and about Twitch. So I'm just going to run through them real quick. So this one is interesting. Twitch partners with Warner Music Group. And this story comes from PR Newswire. It's a long one, so stay with me. Uh, this in innovative deal marks Twitch's first partnership with a major record company, which, of course, it's their first because it doesn't quite make a lot of sense why they're doing this. But Twitch's uh, first partnership brings users new ways to interact with music-related content on the service and grants artists a more direct connection with fans. What does that even mean? I think Twitch is trying to do their own like music. Like they're trying to stream artists and do con like content that way with music, similar to how they're doing video games. I don't really care about any of that. Uh, sure, whatever. Also, Warner, uh, bad. We we know we know that they're a bad company. Bad. Yeah. Uh, my larger issue with it is this. Here's what I foresee. There's issues with Twitch and DMCA. We know this, right? Yep. You're you could get to a point where you have creators making deals, right, with this Warner Music Group or whatever. So anything that's licensed under Warner doesn't get DMCA striked on the platform, right? But you have all of these other things, which is still an issue that we know. And some streaming um, like events have been better with it playstation nintendo all this stuff like they've made deals so that all of that content is not leading to copyright strikes which we've seen on our own channel since we've come back right like no copyright yep. strikes from that stuff this could set a dangerous precedent with that though and i could foresee them making exclusive deals with warner and then burying other companies so i agree um i just want to shout out to christian real quick he said, Valkyrie is actually pretty decent when it comes to content, in my opinion. Her and Courage, JD, being 100 Thieves part owners, have been working with YouTube for this. That's awesome. I don't really know a lot about her. All I know is in the clip that I watched, she was really ditzy and just was like, mm -hmm. and like, just talking. So that's great. If she's been the one that's like pushing for this YouTube, uh, you know, revival of streaming, then sick. That's good to know. Um, and then back to our Warner Music Group Twitch partnership, Josh. I have a quote here from a woman, I, I believe a woman, uh, a person with a very long title. So I don't know how to pronounce her name. I think I'm going to say Juana Roxandra, which get a new name. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Who is the chief digital officer and EVP and business development at Warner Music Group said, it's clear that Twitch is an indispensable space for all types of creators to connect with their fan communities. Our partnership creates an on-ramp for artists to come into the service with strong support from Twitch, opening up an entirely new source of incremental revenue. For who, though? That's what I want to know. For who? Um, between the artist-specific channels and the premium shows we're planning to launch, music lovers will get a refreshing new view into the world of music and the lives of their favorite artists. This is going to be MTV on Twitch. God, you just said that really loud. This is going to be MTV on Twitch. It is. Um... Okay, yes. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Twitch buckles down on hate raids, Josh. According to streaming reporter Zach Buzzy, <laughs> uh, as spotted by Kotaku, the platform is apparently planning to add features that will, add <laughs> that will more easily allow streamers to restrict who can or cannot commit, comment in their chats. This will be done through mobile and email. Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> that his name <laughs> yes, his name is zach bussy 
What do you mean? Wait, wait, no way. Let me look at our notes. It's either bussy oh. or bu- <laughs> bussy. Bus, bus it open. Zach Bussin. Bussin <sighs> makes him feel good, dude. Okay. I'm gonna go with Buzzy. What did, what were we talking about? <laughs> um, basically, people aren't gonna be able to get bullied on Twitch. Oh, the anymore. hate race thing. Yeah, now this is good because this is something that's been an issue for a long time. That was what prompted that day off of Twitch thing and all that. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, I know they were they're gonna add like phone verification, like number verification, stuff like that that creators can add to uh, be able to allow people to chat. So yes. Well, Josh, that's all I have for you in the Abysmal Chronicles. Uh, thank you, Zach Buzzy, for your <laughs> commitment to uh, reporting on the news here of streaming. I think there's nothing else to do here except, Josh, roll the intro. first main topic of yes. the day comes to us via mr mike flanagan who we were talking about at the outset of the show who is mike flanagan if you don't know mike flanagan is the acclaimed writer and director of haunting of hill house bly manor dr sleep and most recently midnight mass he took to twitter recently stating that he would love to direct a horror video game Twitter user Little Record Girl stated, "Imagine if at Flanagan Film directed a horror video game. Just putting that out there into the universe." End quote. So, Brett, Mike Flanagan, yes. very popular, very in the news right now with um, Midnight Mass, getting acclaim for that pretty much universally. What do you think about this? What do you think about him saying that he'd love to direct a horror video game? Well, I would love if he did that as well. First of all, I think he's an extremely talented writer and director. Um, I think that he makes some genuinely spooky shit. And I'm not saying jump scare spooky. I'm saying just like he sets the scene with a spook, right? Mm -hmm. And not only that, but while you're watching, you'll look in the background and another spook will be just ready to jump out at you mm-hmm. you know yeah he he does well what so many others fail at right in my opinion the horror of his stories are not in your face right it oh. is the horror is in the unspoken and the unseen and the unnoticed in the background and even more importantly it's the horror of the relationships and the situations that the characters find themselves in right absolutely that's one of the things that um, I love about Haunting of the Hill House so much, right, is that the horror is in the family drama, right? That's scarier than the actual entity, the ghost, the 
typical horror elements within it, right? Yep. He finds, first of all, incredible actors that really, really drive home the horror of his um, uh, characters and the situations. And he sticks with them, too, for a couple projects, yeah, too. Yeah, and, and they work with him for a while. But he just does such a good job of writing dialogue and situations and relationships that are in and above themselves terrifying, but not for the typical reasons, which is why, right, I think he could do so well in the video game space. And it's not unprecedented either. There's a lot of Hollywood directors that make the transition to, or I should say live action directors that make the transition to games. I mean, of most recent note, I think for us, um, I think about that game Ghosts, uh, being made by Jed Shepard, who's the writer of Host and Dashcam and all these other things. So yep. um, I think this would be really cool. Uh, I think he could do really well in the game space, especially with something that's narrative-driven. Um, yep. And, yeah, you have anything else to add? I do have one other thing I want to chat about with this, but go ahead. Yeah, a couple things. So, number one, I mean, you, this might be your one thing you want to talk about, but he's a master, Mike Flanagan, is a master of these long takes, right? Yes. Haunting of Hill House has one that it's like 10 minutes long, yeah. right? It's almost Single that take. entire episode. Yeah. Like, there's like four cuts in the whole episode. It's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that we were starting to see in video games already with God of War 2018. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, he could bring that into a, another game. That would be really cool to see. Uh, and then also, I want to just mention that we're not giving enough credit to Dr. Sleep here. Okay. Oh, the best. He's one of the best sequels of all time. He took a franchise that has existed for how many years at this point? Uh, a very long time. Very long time. And he was able to successfully craft a, you know, proper sequel to a classic. And he did so with utmost respect, even down to the marketing and like poster of the film. It pays homage, 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 however you want to say it, dude. To the original poster with that yellow, right? Yeah. Uh, so I think that you could even plop them on a franchise that is in need of a sequel or plop them in a franchise that's dead, like Silent Hill, and let him run. Come on now. See what he can do. Come on you know? now. Um, yeah, I, I just, he, he does better too with long form, right? His characters have yeah. room to breathe. His stories have room to breathe nothing's longer form than a video game you know that's a good point i mean if you look at it most of his projects are limited series multiple hour-long episodes you know like nine hours of content Mm -hmm. and even uh dr sleep there's like a director's cut that's like what three hours plus yeah it's almost four you're absolutely right he's better with these long form mediums anyway right so i would love to see it and the last thing i want to add to this and i couldn't find the, the tweets are where I saw them originally. But first of all, Hideo Kojima is sucking off Midnight Mass. And specifically some actors in it. Raul Cooley, who plays the sheriff. Um, Fantastic. And all that from, yeah. But also, Troy Baker, I think, quote tweeted this tweet that's behind us where he said, would love to, with just, like, eyes looking at it. And there's been instances last few months where you see him liking Mike Flanagan and stuff that I'm engaging on Twitter and things like that. So not necessarily two worlds that would typically collide have been. Yeah. Not that there's anything there. I just, you know, noting it when I'm correct and they make a game and Troy Baker's starring in it. So 
Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. And also, I know we talked about the writing and the characters, but I think that also like just the writing and the themes in general of his projects are phenomenal. Uh, the undertones in Midnight Mass, I'm on episode five and mm-hmm. you already know what he's what he's getting at here and, and yeah. you know what he's trying to say. It doesn't exist for no reason. It has a there's a meaning for him telling this story. Right? Always, always, which is probably well, definitely true to him as a creator, but also more importantly, true to the characters within the stories. Right. Yeah. And I think very rarely do you have a creator who is so clear with his message that toes that line between being too self aggrandizing while also not being that at all, because it actually makes sense with in the context of not only the world, but the characters living through the situations themselves. And there's a real, it's going to sound so pretentious, but this is a real purity with the way that he tells stories uh, and like a truth to them that i think we rarely see so i think in the video game space it would be very refreshing can't put it any better than that let's move on uh josh i think i'm taking this one yep x cloud console integration is rolling out to test users on the xbox console right now this one comes from the verge microsoft is starting to test its xbox cloud gaming or xCloud, integration with Xbox consoles today. Uh, Some Xbox insiders in the alpha skip ahead and alpha rings, which is an awful name, by the way, change it, will be able to access the xCloud integration today, as I just said. A feature that lets you play on an Xbox with Xbox Game Pass games, streaming it immediately. That's correct. So this is a feature that we've had on our phones for quite a while, uh, being able to stream your Game Pass games, which... Game Pass, the best deal in gaming. You don't get better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you're going to be able to stream the games on your console. Now, Josh, you might be thinking, what is the value there? I can just download the game. Why would I want to stream it? Well, number one, games are large nowadays, Josh. They're mm-hmm. very, very big. Downloading them takes quite a long time. So if you want to just try out a game, see if you like it, this is a perfect option. Uh, then you can download it later. Right. Um, I think that is like for me where the most interesting or maybe useful aspect of this comes for on consoles because I mean if we're being honest I don't think I would play uh, I wouldn't stream an entire game from start to finish on my console right especially yep. my series x it's a powerful console but what I would do is try it out and use it almost as like a demo version of the game first to see if i like it right because i think and i don't i know you didn't get to it yet but you can only do it it only supports 1080 60 fps right now right cloud um which isn't actually bad no not at all Uh, and for most games it wouldn't even really matter but to be able to try it out and be like oh wow okay i actually really like this game let me stop playing on the cloud download it and continue you know Yeah. yeah i mean listen we talk about this all the time game streaming just isn't there yet the technology isn't there we're getting closer but it's just the input lag is still there and it's it's seemingly not going away anytime soon however i did as we as you were talking i kind of thought of another use case for this josh yeah this potentially eliminates the storage problem on your console you're right so 
if there's a game that doesn't require, you know, you're not playing an FPS, maybe it's an indie game. It doesn't require like, you know, precise inputs, maybe streaming it is a great option. So you don't have to waste space on your console, you know? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I didn't think about that, but yeah, I, I mean, I think this can only be good things that come from this. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm seeing if there's anything else we could talk about here. Um, you mentioned already 1080p, 60 FPS, right? Um, yeah, I mean, that's, it's pretty much it. Like it says here, this feature isn't being positioned as a streaming device for 4k TVs, uh, more of a try before you download bonus. So, right. Which I think is great. I think, uh, I think really, especially now given file sizes and all that stuff, I think having demos for games or the ability to try them before you buy them or download them, I think, um, is necessary honestly at this point um within reason uh i mean look at the the steam refund policy that we already talked about before i think things like that are reasons why games need demos and having them innately built into your platform saves the developers time in creating some sort of vertical slice for the game right just here download it and try it out um before you buy or whatever uh, which saves the developers time and I think is better for them. And then they find a better audience and more targeted audience. More people will play the game X, Y, Z. I think you, the dominoes continue to fall after that, you know? So, yeah, I thought of one more use case before we end it. Yeah, um, so let's say you're playing a game like cyberpunk 2077, right? I wouldn't if, be playing that game. Well, let's say you are and you're running on an original Xbox one, right? Oh, that luck. thing. That thing's going to not run very well at all. You're going to have issues. However, streaming it via a potentially xCloud on Game Pass, you'd be streaming it on a console that's playing it at the best it possibly can. You, you know that it's going to be the best version of the game possible, right? And you're just streaming it. So there's no hardware requirements on your end. It's just your internet, really. Right. So I can see that being another. It's not really that big of a problem with consoles. We're seeing it more recently with you know the next gen version of consoles coming out and the old gen version is not running very well. Um, it's more of a PC thing. However, right. as we move on, this might become a thing that could be beneficial. Yeah, I 100% uh, agree with you, my friend. Yeah. All right, well, not much more to say on that. So let us move on to our final main topic of the day, Josh. This one is going to be called Pick 2. It's a little game we're going to be playing. Oh, we're playing a so, game. So you're pulling up a graphic here. It might already be up. It's behind you. There we go. So this comes from the Problematic Posse, which I believe is a podcast of a couple of really cool guys. Um, I'm on their Twitter. They look like they are really cool and look like they have a lot of fun on their channel. So go check them out. Shout them out. Uh, you know, say what's up. And basically what they did was they tweeted, pick two of these twos to play for the rest of your life. And it is a collage of sequels, Josh. It is. Very to, good sequels. You want me to run down some of these real quick? Uh, yeah, run through them so people people know what we're looking at here. Metroid Prime 2, God of War 2, Portal 2, Batman Arkham City, Super Mario Galaxy 2, Bayonetta 2, Dark Souls 2, Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, Sly Cooper 2, Halo 2, Last of Us 2, Spyro 2, Crash 2, Uncharted 2, Among Thieves, Red Dead Redemption 2, Gears of War 2, Little Big Planet 2, Ratchet and Clank 2, Resident Evil 2, Jack 2. Yes, and the whole point is pick two of these twos and they're the only games you can play for the rest of your life what first first of all anybody that's watching either live or on replay let us know uh in the comments obviously yeah this is hard 
It's a tough one. This is tough. There's one that's not tough for me, though, and I could say it right off the bat. It's one of the two for me. Okay. Do you want me to say it? It's The Last of Us Part 2. No, wrong. Whoa, Dark Souls 2. Wrong. Wow, okay, yeah, tell me. Halo 2. Okay, and is that because it's one of the only games that has multiplayer? That's part of my reasoning. Okay. Um, I love it, but that's a game where you could just play it forever, right? Because there is a multiplayer component to it, um, yep. obviously, which a lot of these other games don't have. Some do. Um, some maybe in the future might. Probably not, because Naughty Dog is probably just making a whole separate game at this point. But anyway, Halo 2 has a multiplayer component. One of the best single-player campaigns of all time. One of the best FPSs of all time. The list goes on. And uh, the multiplayer for Halo 2 is probably among the best uh, of the franchise. So, yeah. That's number one for me. Okay, so I just want to point out a couple of things before I name my, my, my numbers. Yep. A couple games on here I've never played. Um, I'm going to make that very clear. So Metroid Prime 2, never played. God of War 2, never played. Uh, Batman Arkham City, never played. Galaxy 2, never played. Bayonetta 2, never played. So basically the whole list I've never played. Dark Souls 2, I have played. Kingdom Hearts 2, I've played. Sly 2, I haven't played to completion. I played it when I was a kid. Halo 2, I've played. Red Dead 2, I've played. Uncharted 2, I've played. Not beaten. Crash 2, I've played in love. Spyro 2, I've played. Last of Us Part 2, played. Gears 2, played. Little Big Planet 2, I played it. Ratchet and Clank 2, no. Resident Evil 2, yes. And Jack 2, yes. So quite a few games on this list I haven't played, so I might be doing a, a disservice here with my my choices. So I'm leaning towards, Josh, the fact that I, as a person, don't like playing or watching the same thing over and over again. I get bored very, very easily. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I need a multiplayer game where different results can happen every time, right? And for me, I'm looking at this list and I see Halo 2 as an option for for multiplayer. And I see Portal 2 as an option for multiplayer. And I I think I'm going to go with Portal 2 as my first choice because it is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm -hmm. And it has single player and multiplayer. You're correct. My head's there with you. I understand. Okay. I'm thinking about it. Okay. But I have a lot of other options. First of all, shout out to our series on ranking best games of all time. Some of these games made those made that list. Check it out if you haven't. Quite a few. Yeah. Uh, here's where I'm at. Here's like the games I would be considering. Portal 2, for the reasons that you just said. Yep. Um, also contrasts very heavily with what Halo 2 is. Yes. Dark Souls 2, because I love Dark Souls 2. Also a multiplayer component to it. Uh, my favorite dark souls game which i know is an unpopular opinion um red Dead redemption 2 is not it for me um even though there is multiplayer component that's just not it for me last of us 2 not gonna cut it single player game i've played it twice already i wouldn't want to play it forever resident evil 2 not it same thing played it three times actually already no multiplayer component Mm. well there's not um I don't want to play that for the rest of my life. So I think uh, Uncharted 2, same thing, no. So I think for me, it's Dark Souls 2 or Portal 2. And I think out of those two, I think I'm going to have to go with Dark Souls 2. So Dark Souls 2 and Halo 2? Dark Souls 2, Halo 2. Dark Souls 2 has the multiplayer component, but there's also the New Game Plus component where you can just keep going forever. 
Portal 2 is a close third to that second, though, for me. Okay. I'm looking at this list, and I think I go Portal 2 for the multiplayer and the single-player experience, and I go Last of Us Part 2 for the single-player experience. Whoa! Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it's long, so it'll take me a while to get through it. Um, Forever, though? Yeah, I mean, it's a great story. I think I could play it. Oh, it is, but I don't know. I think I'd have some serious mental problems if I played that game forever. Well, I'm not considering the the ramifications of playing these games over and over again, but I do see that being an issue, yes. yeah, Christian, this is not for a specific console. It's just in general. What twos would you play for the rest of your life out of these twos? He said, I walked away for a second. Is this on a specific console, if not Portal 2, hands down for modded maps? I've never played Portal 2 modded maps, but point portal 2 is my choice without modded maps so all right so yours are portal 2 and last of us part 2 mine's halo 2 and dark souls 2 with portal 2 being a close third yeah i mean listen i would say dark souls 2 because i love those games but i just don't like dark souls 2 at all really Mm -hmm. like i just really don't like it yeah so i I wouldn't be like i would be mad because you gotta think about it like you said you're playing this forever Mm -hmm. and i would just be perpetually mad i can't be mad at that game and also the multiplayer, you say it has a multiplayer. It does, but it's so fucking shitty. Yeah, soul memory. Yeah, it's so shitty. It is. Um, it's part of the appeal, shout- though. Yeah, shout-outs, though, I want to give to... Um, I couldn't do it. I, Kingdom Hearts 2 is great. I couldn't do that, though. Um, it would drive me nuts with, you know, the key is inside of you the whole time. We're hearts and darkness. I can't do that. Um, Crash 2? That's... If it was the remastered Crash 2, maybe, but because it, the original is infuriating. Um, yeah, Resident Evil 2 is also close for me. Mm. You know what really I didn't close. think of was uh, the Horde mode in Gears 2. And it has multiplayer, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I'm not a big fan of Gears. I'm sorry. I'm, I not, a fan of, I'm not a fan of Gears multiplayer. So Yeah, I'm just not a fan of Gears. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going to lock in those choices. Yeah, I'm going to... Donald! Yeah, I'm going to lock in my uh, choices, too. So that's okay. it. Problematic that's it. Posse, shout out to them for putting this little graphic together. Um, go check them out. Go check it out on Twitter. Leave your responses in the comments and all that good stuff. Yes. All right, Brett, let's move on to our final topic today. This is a spicy one. I'm ready for this one. As we do every week. And that is Indie Intel. Yes. This week, we have something different for everybody. Normally, when we do Indie Intel, we talk about games that are on Kickstarter, Indiegogo, whatever, that need some attention, things that we look slick. We direct you guys to them, you support them, where you don't, um, and we move on. Though, we have a different topic for you all. And we're going to be talking about Victor Burgos, who is the founder of Burgos Games and currently developing a game called Neko Ghost Jump. He's an indie dev, uh, indie founder of this Burgos Games, indie whatever. Indie, 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 indie. Today he took to Twitter. I hope his pronouns are he, him. Let me actually look at that before I continue. It doesn't say. Victor took to Twitter today. You're assuming. I'm assuming. I know. I just don't want to get shit on. Um, took to Twitter today to shed some light on being harassed by indie game publishing company Angel Star Studios. So the tweet's up behind me. Victor says, since last week I've been harassed by an indie dev publishing studio. And he added Angel Star Studio. 
Uh, we're going to go into the full document that Victor created in a second. But Victor says that uh, please help protect developers by spreading this as far and wide as possible. Stuff like this should never happen. Uh, and Stuff like this should never happen, but never in hashtag game devs. Uh, Victor continued by saying it's pretty incredible if you think about it there's a lot of time being devoted to doing all these wrong things which we'll go over in a second imagine you've had all this free time I know I'd pour it into my current project anyway little context Angel Star Studio uh, they are indeed an indie publishing house um, they have published such games as Dracula a gothic RPG first adventure wacky cartoon racers and others okay you can check out their steam page if you want to but that's not really the goal of today's video section on this you have questions thus far, Brett, because we're going to get into some abysmal stuff. I'm ready. I'm ready for you to dig in. I want to know what's going on here. All right. So here is Angel Star Studios Twitter. Okay. To pay attention to that tag here. Here's their Steam page. Here's their Discord. Okay. They exist. I've done my okay. research on this. I've went to their website. I've confirmed. Okay. They exist. Let's hop into the document. Oh, Google Docs. Let's hop into the document that... Um, Victor has put together for us here. Okay. I'm ready. Yep. First of all, great title. Angel Star Studios. This little angel is not so innocent. Okay. Nice. Now, first of all, I recommend that you all go read this yourself because really what I want to get to is the bottom of this article or this, this document. Okay. But some, some context to provide for you all. Um, Victor says to preface uh, that he was 100% behind this person, this, the, I'm assuming it's one person at this Angel Star Studios, whoever their founder is or owner, whatever, um, until this person started trolling. Uh, Victor says that he always gives people the benefit of the doubt and second chances, but sometimes you just can't help people that do not want to be helped. Okay. Victor says this started for him when he was private message on Discord. Okay. Mind you, strike number one. First of all, let me zoom in here so you guys can actually see this because I realize now that you cannot see zoom. it. Zoom. Um, behind me. Angel Star Studios deleted all of the private messages after being banned from from certain servers. Okay, this all took place. It started in this server called Indie Legion on Discord. Okay, in regards to somebody stealing uh, spreadsheet information from a game dev marketing Discord server. Okay, that's really doesn't matter. So anyway, Victor. <laughs> Vic, well, it does matter. It's what started this. Victor quotes all of this stuff. Basically, this guy from Angel Star Studios is going in and making claims about Victor, being abysmal in general, like harassing people, bullying people, basically spreading nonsense. Okay. Not good. Okay. And then Victor said that he was giving this person the benefit of the doubt from Angel Star Studios for a while. Okay. Until there was other users that chimed in and posted some links, right? about beware of angel star studios and all this stuff like be careful of them like they're they've been nefarious they haven't been great um and i think it had to do with um publishing deals and other stuff in the past uh, again this is not the most interesting part i'm just trying to give you guys a general summary again please go read it yourself okay so continuing okay victor quotes and shows that he was trying to give benefit of the doubt, right? Asking for proof, making sure that people were not just shitting on this company for no reason, okay? Continued, he provided receipts, okay? Fuse days later, which again, he posted screenshots, this Angel Star Studio started crap for no reason, taking whatever he, Victor was saying out of context and pinning him as the bad guy. We continue. He's, well, first of all, Angel Star Studios is banned from all of these servers, 
right for starting crap like just banned by mods yeah and then he keeps deleting all these private messages and all these messages after he's being banned right anyway continuing thumbs up continuing nico notes that there was all accounts making similar claims and harassing him for similar similar things and all these things so obviously this person angel from angel star studios probably had alternate accounts in these servers okay yep then this is where it starts to get really interesting victor says that he started getting strange comments on reddit immediately after okay now you would think brett if you're getting banned from discord servers for harassing somebody right for starting crap and then okay you're like okay forget discord i'm gonna go to this person's reddit now this game creators reddit okay i'm gonna create an alt account so that you don't know that it's me from angel star studios harassing you well you would think that but you'd be wrong the first reply after he was banned from all these discord servers come from who but user angel star studios <laughs> harassing him telling him about living up north and guessing that he lied to him in person right so continuing conversations that started on discord from how i understand and bringing that beef to reddit but unfortunately he left his name as angel star studios so victor was like what the hell following that and forgetting to create an alt account victor says 20 minutes later he got a message from angel star studios via email which you can see it here asking to meet up it's hard to see i can't really make it much bigger but basically asking angel star studios is asking victor to meet up to talk about game development this is 20 minutes after making that post on reddit commenting on reddit seemingly trying to cover up their tracks okay like kind of like a hey man why don't we hang out and talk and, and you're like dude i know you're the one talking shit. exactly exactly mm -hmm. correct okay <clears throat> and since then victor posts this huge screenshot of all of these alt accounts right claiming that games have viruses and bugs and they're blah, blah blah like a whole bunch of stuff and then some really not nice things okay uh making gay jokes uh making accounts with victor's name in them and then posting as him impersonating him with like banners like rape me in the sections of their reddit profiles claiming to be gay subscribing to gay subreddits some other words here that i will not read so like just like cancerous stuff like cancerous stuff dude okay yeah uh, anyway <laughs> so he's claiming to be victor and then gonna continue uh then he starts getting emails from these alt accounts in his inbox every day just with very not nice stuff again i'm not gonna read okay uh, i want to continue here and find where i want to get from um so victor says that these alt accounts seem to be getting banned uh but that they're still targeting these indie dev communities and victor himself obviously um blah blah, blah. And basically so he claims to you know he doesn't want people to do business with angel whatever what's the name of the company i forget already angel star angel star studios um and that basically this could be doing could cause irreversible harm to other people whereas like victor seems to obviously have a, have his head on his shoulders and like can identify this even though he shouldn't have to deal with it um but then dude after this so this is a development after this went public this post that we're talking about dude more attacks since it went public i'm seeing that he signed him up for gay for good yeah so like just these like cancerous stupid things first of all as if subscribing to stuff like this which i don't know the context of those communities themselves but subscribing to stuff like this is like bad he's like, implying like so. you're, like you're implying like you're really like that 
homophobic and disgusting. That Joining a community of gay people is right. the biggest insult he can think right. of. Which, again, I don't know the context of these communities, but that's what it seems like. He's like, what gay stuff can I sign this guy up for? Blah, 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 blah and all that. And then that's what he's doing. Um, it, it's just, it's really, really cancerous. And then I don't even actually want to show that last part on screen because it talks about suicide and other things that are super triggering and just disgusting. The point I want to make here is that Angel Star Studios, you can you have the haptic intel seal of go fuck yourself. You have the haptic intel seal of so, we will never support you. Are they an actual publisher? Like They are, had, yeah. They have a track record of making games? Yeah, you can go to their Steam page and look at all the games that they published. Um, which, look at in your own time. We're not going to link or give any more light to that specifically, but they are a confirmed in publisher of indie games. Well, their website is very shit. It so. is. Um, I would say their Steam page is probably the best thing to look at to see what they've published. But the main reason I want to talk about this, Brett, is A, don't do that. Like, it's clearly, like, defensive, like, petty crap for getting called out on being an asshole, right? Yeah. Don't do that. Second of all... He's, like, doubling down. Yeah, like, if you're going to treat, like, creators in the indie space this way, then don't be part of the indie game and indie dev community. Like, go away. And second of all, or last, I guess, is that a, a little bit of a PSA, like, don't support this studio, which is a shame for the devs that they might be publishing for, and I'm sure you can go support those games separately, but I think the devs that have published stuff under Angel Star Studio should get out, if they can, should go elsewhere. I think yeah. they should figure out different platforms. I don't think people in the indie community, including ours, I mean, we do a whole segment on it, right? That's why we do this segment, to support indie devs, is like, don't don't treat people in any community but this community specifically that way and uh you're getting called out you're gonna this video is gonna go live and it's gonna go out to our even though it might be small network like don't do that to people yeah. and then next week what we're gonna do is we're gonna cover um victor victor's game uh and we will talk about it more positively but we i think we kind of wanted to separate this and that conversation so that we can give victor's game its own segment and time which we will talk about but yeah absolutely um i'm just looking through the doc again like it all to me it just seems like high school drama like this this guy is like but i don't even want to call it that because then i'm giving him like the benefit of the doubt that like he's just stupid and young and Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the case. I, I, this this person is, they have something wrong with them and they should get some help uh, immediately. Uh, I just don't think what they're, what they're doing isn't right. And the things they're saying, like I just read the, I read the final thing that you said not, that you weren't going to pull up on stream. Mm -hmm. um, he's essentially, like you said, telling people to go finish themselves off. Uh, they're worthless, make the world a better place. Um, and that kind of language just isn't acceptable. Uh, if you're an adult and you're, you know, real and you're, it, you would know that the internet is, it's real. We've talked about this before, Josh. I feel like there's yeah. people that there's people that don't realize that the internet is real, right? There's someone on the other end of this screen, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what we're, we're exhibiting here is a deranged individual individual that doesn't understand what's fiction, what's real. And, uh, that he's actually hurting people and talking to people. Um, I love to see as we have this document open, we're seeing names pop up anonymous 
readers of the document because it just means more people are going to know how much of a piece of shit you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angel Star Studios. So, um, yeah, I wish you nothing but the worst. Um, and Josh, thank you for bringing this to our attention. Yeah, and and I, I do want to be clear because we're not really we're not into gossip, and that's not what we're trying to do. It's more so bringing light to the fact that it's not acceptable um, in any community in general. Like you said, there's people on the other end of it. Luckily, Victor seems to be using it as a positive, which is great. Um, yep. And can detach, you know, from the situation, kind of look from the outside in and present it to people and be like, hey, we've got to do something about this. And B, I think, again, we just want to spin it positively. And you, yeah, you support Victor's game and the studio, their studio, um, Victor Burgos Games. Um, we'll cover them again next week and talk a little bit more about their game and show it um, specifically. But, uh, you know, it's unacceptable. Fellow indie creator in the community asked for help spreading it. So we are. That's right. So um, look forward to next week where we can be a little more positive about this and talk about Victor's game and give it the, the light it deserves. So, yeah. And as Christian says in the chat, hashtag victory for Victor. I love it. That's what we're going to call the video. All right. All right. Let's move on. Uh, let's end this show, Josh. I um, I have breaking news. Oh, my good God. Good news. Breaking good news. Okay. Josh. Randy Pitchford is dead. Just kidding. That's not true. That's not true. What? It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> Venom 2. Eminem as a song. Hang on a second. Wait a minute now. Hang on. I kind of wish I had the soundboard so I could hit Wait, you with that. No, no, I got it. Okay. Ready? We'll just, we'll just wait. Wait, can you time it so that... Uh, it, it hits right when I say it again. I'm going to repeat it. Yeah. This is going to be for TikTok. All right, ready? Okay. Josh, breaking news. Venom 2. Wait, going start to... it again? <laughs> What'd you do? I fucked it up. Start it again. Start it again. Okay, one more time. Ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Josh, breaking news. Venom 2 is going to feature a new song from Eminem. That's right. That's right. So I just uh, thought that'd be good for you. That's not the sound effect I thought you were going to play. But you want to do a different one? We still have time. Yeah, I do. Uh, I see. want you to do the, the venom drop of the song. Oh, I guess we can't do that. <laughs> I, could, I could do it for ten seconds and not get. I just want the. I just want the venom. I just want that. You might have to type in like venom song, venom uh, chorus for ten hours or something. Christian said, "Do it in post." No, we do it live. You know how this works. We do it live. I got it. Okay. 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 Ready? Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Josh, I got some breaking news for you. I know we're about to wrap up, wrap up the podcast. I got to start right. over. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Josh, I got some breaking news for you. I know we're about to wrap up the podcast. We've been going for a little bit, but um, That's breaking right. news. Breaking news. Venom 2, which comes out this week in theaters, is going to feature a song from Eminem. 
And that's all we get. And that's all you get. So thank you guys so much for watching uh, Half the Cast, episode 49. Next episode, episode 50. Ooh, that's right. That is what comes after 49. So uh, make sure you watch. You stay tuned. We're going to be talking about Victor's game. Uh, victory, victory for Vic, Victor, Victor's victory. What was mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Hashtag victory for Victor. Hashtag victory for Victor. Uh, episode 50. So, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in, Christian. Thank you for being in the chat, chatting it up with us. And uh, thank you for anyone that is uh, watching after the show is over. Um, Josh, thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, doing this with me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you eggheads later. Thanks for watching. <laughs>